Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You need a little run in the preseason, not the full-blown run. Just the tune-up, see how your systems are going, see what your patterns are going to look like, run yourself into form. I'm richly obliged that David King is here for just a little pre-seasons means test. Thanks to Jamison Irish Whiskey Gather Round. Hello to you, Kingy. You look fresh, G. You look all right. You look like you've uh, come through the flight well. Uh, it's good to have you back. And we're nearly there. Only yes. a few days away to the real stuff starting. But uh, we find ourselves here again. Your blood boils in these moments. Well, I just don't. People hate me saying 10 weeks. right? And, and I, I reckon it'll end up being eight. I'd love it to be 10 because for years, and you can go through all the people that have ran our code and ran this part of the game, Wayne Campbell, Brad Scott, Steve Hocking, now we're at Laura Kane and Andrew Dillon's got his fingerprints on it. and It hasn't, it hasn't been able to alter player behaviour. So what's happened is we've told players that the game will protect them, so they've adjusted. They've allowed themselves to potentially be put in harm's way more regularly. They're vulnerable, more vulnerable than they've ever been because we say we'll protect you. And then we don't, and we still have these actions. I mean, look at the last two weeks. We've had Angus Brayshaw called a day because of concussion. Huge story in our game. A guy with, what, six years left on a, years left on a contract that he shouldn't be retiring, but he, but he has to because of medical reasons. It's a big story. Every player in the land is reading that story and is aware of that story. Then we have Sam Pepper, who is probably unlucky to get four weeks. It's probably a, sev- a really severe penalty for something where there were some mitigating circumstances. And we conceded that last week, but we had to make a change. 59 suspensions last year, 59, 100 fines. And two weeks into a preseason comp, we're still having these actions. So I say they're not working. And I challenge anyone to tell me that suspension is, is actually having an effect on these players, apart from the fact that either they're taking a, a hit financially from the clubs, which is, which is at the discretion of the club, or they're just missing a few weeks and, and rolling on. Most of them are missing one, two weeks of footy, getting a $1,000, $2,000 fine. It's having no impact. So at some point, you either decide to make the shift and say, we've got to elevate these suspensions by 50%, by 100% to actually gather change because the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. And that is exactly where we live right now. Now, I'll cop all the feedback. People are smashing me for saying 10 weeks. But what, what, what penalty will change behaviour? This was four days after the Sam Pepper suspension. Four days. And I'm not saying that every player thinks like Jimmy Webster. They don't. 
right? But at some point, we have to do something to save another 70-odd players from being concussed this year. It's too many. The greatest threat to our code right now is concussion. It's not another, it's not another code. We used, to have, we used to be in fear. We used to shake about soccer. It's going to come in. It's going to take all our kids. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. Right now, it's concussion. So I think that the lawmakers and those that stand at the top who are going to be fronting court soon on all of these, these challenges with hundreds of players, if they don't take drastic action now, when this is, this is the moment, been hard on Sam Pell Pepper and everyone thinks it's probably a week, two weeks too long. This is the one. And I feel for Jimmy Webster because you're, you're in an awful position right now. But the code, the game needs to take a different course of action because what we've done has failed. How bad is that action? Well, if you're doing a template on what you can't do, that's it. He's every, every step along the point of his last three movements is to make as severe a contact as he can with the head of the opponent. That's it. I'm gonna, I am going to get this guy as, as crudely and as callously as I can. Now, how do I do that? Well, I've got to just really low, I've got to lower the boom and then I've got to just prepare the shoulder, ready to drive it into his head. Now, to get his head flush on the temple, I've got to jump off the ground. So I'm going to jump off the ground just as he's kicked the ball when he's absolutely open to be licked. So I don't care about all the other circumstances, you know. What happens now is, and I get frustrated with it, all the commentators and the game go into excuse mode. Oh, look, he didn't really mean to do it. Oh, look, he's of great character. He's a good kid. Oh, he sent him a text message. Oh, he rang him and apologised. All this sort of stuff to me means nothing. You've, got, you've, just got to, you've just got to say, what was he trying to do? He was trying to get him as hard as he can in the head. Now, it's a bad decision to make, and, and everyone says, don't hang him on one bad decision, but the game needs to hang this one. They, they, the game needs to say, no, you've made a significant mistake and we have to, we have to send a message to the other 800 players that, that we're not going to set it at six weeks. We're not. Because, and I know it sounds like a lot, and it is a quarter of a season, but what, Jai Simpkin, what, what, what are we doing for Jai? What are we saying to, to, to all those players who are prepared to put their head in harm's way to make our game great. Third concussion, it's, this is not a uh, Jimmy Webster issue, but third concussion in the space of 12 months. Look, do we lose him to the game? How many players do you want to lose to, from the game to, to, on your own watch? So I think this is a massive moment for, for Laura Kane and for Andrew Dillon to get involved. Um, don't, don't, don't stand in front of us at Fox last week and tell us all these things you're doing about concussion and the rules, and the matrix, and the table, and all these sorts of things, and then say, oh, this is sort of out of our hands, this is sort of out of our This one is sitting here on a tee for you to whack out of the park. And I, I, have, I have no care for the player who's in this position. Forget that it's Jimmy, right? It could be anyone. I would say the same thing. It's past time, but you're not going to get a better moment than right now. The start of the season, you get a chance to take away 70 more concussions for this upcoming season. Yeah, two rolled gold case studies, one through Match Sim and one through 
uh, the practice matches to set the level that will reverberate all the way through the season. The Alltel open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 the better business telco. And 40 Winks temper text, 0433981116, temper a mattress like no other. Um, give me three three other elements to our pre-season. I, I've got a couple as well. Have you? I'll, I'll, is, I'll is give it, you one. All right. I think that leadership has doesn't have a calendar. It, it's all year round, and it's every opportunity to impact impact your club. And I watch every game this week, and I take my hat off to guys like Max Gorn, who turns up with a statement to make. I, I'm I am going to dominate this game. I am going to lead the way. Club in trouble, bang, let's go. Toby Green, my God, what what a game! What a game! Get the get the match up wrong on Toby, and, and it's not just it's not just that he wants to play well. He wants to, he, you know, he's the old Mike Tyson. He wants to rip your heart out. He wants to do all those other things that Mike went through. That's that's the that's the com- absolute competitor in that guy. And then I look at the Western Bulldogs, and they've made Libba vice captain. And I think, is there a bit of Toby Green about Libba? Yep. Like he's that kind of guy. He's not everyone's cup of tea, and he maybe swims outside the flags every now and then, and, and that can bring a bit of. A bit of feedback from from the from the those internal at the club, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. Maybe he doesn't dot every I and cross every T, but prepare himself and turn up and play with an anger and a passion that consumes the whole list. I think that that is a great decision, and I see him play with that edge on the weekend. And Bonson and Pelly the same. So I just don't. I just think the great leaders, they 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 come whether it's February, March, September, w- whenever. There's, they don't wait for a big game. Yes. They just make the big statement. Yep. Yep. Even in a preseason game to mm. set them on their way. All right. Leadership. You had a couple of systems checks. Yeah. So not, we're not going to make big statements about what we've seen because there were so many players out of certain um, certain lineups. Um, but the two that probably worried me the most of the nine games that we saw, the two that probably worried me the most, are the, the Carlton forward 50 still – for me, and I don't know whether it's the quality of entry or the lack of quality of the entry, they'll just get it in there and those two big bobbers will do the job. So there's a, there's not enough care with the ball going in. And then there's, to me, just not enough around the edges to threaten. So Motlop, good at ground level, come off the ground early last week. Who who else is there that's really going to, to, to scare the opposition? So you don't So you don't have the luxury of dropping off a low-grade half-forward. So Jake Lever, he just lets him go. He, I, I don't care where you go because, you know what, you're probably going to go to the wrong spot and I'm not going to have my game impacted by you going to the wrong spot. So this is either going to happen all year against Kurnow and Mackay, that they have to fight 2v1 or they or they address that with some, some talent. Now, I don't know who that is and I don't know whether it's drastic change like saying to McGovern, we're, we're not going with you at halfback anymore. You have to go forward and be a third man in marker and create some chaos down there. And you might only kick twenty goals for the year, but you might create you might create one on ones for the other two. Yep, things like that. And the other one that really concerned me is I sat through the the, the Fremantle Port Adelaide game and Port Fremantle didn't really even challenge. They didn't really they didn't go aggressive at any stage until probably twelve minutes to go in the game threw it into the corridor, took play with a little bit of dare. And I know they had a lot of talent out. So I'm, I'm not going too far. But it's on watch already for me. Don't bore these players to death. Don't, don't, 
don't be so constrictive in the way that you set them up and we want to do this and the method here, the method there. Let them play. I, I, I just feel like they played a really safe brand of footy in a preseason game. So I, I'm, I'm hot on that and, and we're all waiting to see what Justin Longmuir is going to do. He's under enormous pressure, but so are they all. They're all under enormous pressure. Yep. He's not under more pressure than Ken Hinckley. And Ken Hinckley, play, they play with his freedom. And you go, well, wouldn't you love to play under that? So that, that that's probably a, a hot one for me. Two systems checks, Carlton's forward half and Fremantle's method. And what about a trend? One trend that you can see that might uh, define the early part of the season. I hope this holds, and this is probably pre-season centric. We'd probably do this every year. I just I don't know if I've seen the competition attack the corridor. There's a thirst for corridor this year. I just I, I'm hoping it sticks. Like the kangaroos are playing a different brand of footy, and it looks it'll have its downside as well. But they were just throwing the ball. They were lobbing the ball in the corridor <laughs> yesterday. I was thinking, wow, this is aggressive. This is so aggressive. Port Adelaide do it a different way, but they were corridor. We saw Melbourne, but I think make one of the great shifts to to attack and stay in corridor. If you're in corridor, stay in corridor, and they, and they looked absolutely brilliant, and and. Their forward 50 function because of it. You know, okay, they've made some – there were higher quality entries, harder, flatter, lower, probably wider, a little bit inside forward 50, and they took 20 marks inside 50. But because they kept coming through the corridor, it just looked it just looked terrific. So I hope the, I hope the game and I hope the coaches are embracing the fact that Craig McRae said, hey, you either come with us with this ability to score, whether it's in bursts or across the game, um, or you don't. But it just looked it just looked terrific. So my notes, a little less comprehensive. If I was black booking one from the barrier trial, yes. I'd black book the Giants. Yep. I want to revisit an old idea. Ooh. Could the Saints be the red dog this year? Oh, no. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board the Saints. The way they're going to come out of halfback, they're going to be the red dog. Whoosh. You've stopped them before. This this makes me nervous. Yeah, I was wrong last yeah, time. Got, everyone's got that mate where they say, who'd you back in this race? You know, And you say, I'm on the one. They say, I'm on, so am I. And you go, oh, no. <laughs> he never wins. <laughs> I think the Saints might be the red dog. I feel like I'm there again. And, no. and, and the actual dogs. Um, so I'm inclined to believe in the dogs coming in. Um, and give me the first six weeks of the season to sort of see it and judge it. Yep. But I'm inclined to believe in them coming in. If the choice is to believe in them or doubt them, I'm going to believe in them. I think all teams have given you a reason to have hope this year. And there's different levels of what you're after. Um, seeing what Melbourne did was terrific. Um, seeing what the Giants were on next level. And they've still got some talent to come back. Um, you know, seeing Cabman get around doing I talked about Cameron Mooney's effect on some of these key post forwards. The missing link in the Giants really is another threat that's not Jesse Hogan and Toby Green. Toby Green's 182 centimetres, kicked 66 goals last year. I'm not sure he's going to be able to do that again. So, so he's going to need some support. And you see Cabin, you go, oh, that looks good. You see Brown, you say, gee, that's a, he's a player. And Cameron Mooney says, mate, don't snooze on this bloke. Could be the best third tall forward in the comp. The best third forward, tall forward in the comp. And I go, wow. And then you see Riccardi play like a man. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, like with a real anger and a presence. I say, well, that's that's a shift. So if they've got that sorted, they've already got the back line. And the midfield did it without um, without Finn Callaghan, who I reckon is an absolute top liner yeah. in the weight. He's games away from being you know, one of our top 20 players. So, 
No, you're right there. And Ross was the same. He was all over them this morning. They're probably the one. If, you, if you're looking to back one really early, it's probably them. Um, and the rest are in good order. Brisbane just, yeah, Brisbane roll on. There's a few that are just rolling on, but no, I was, I was really taken by how Port Adelaide played and how the Giants played. All right, I'm managing your minutes. I think that, that'll do for the preseason means test. <laughs> You're going to be in Sydney on Thursday night? I'm heading up tomorrow. I'm going to go to the Giants and hopefully duck into a bit of Sydney. So Excellent. It's on. It's on. It's on. Strap yourself in. Opening rounds means test next week. <laughs> Enjoy. David King, Jamison Irish Whiskey, triple distilled, twice as smooth, one of a kind, gather round.